Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Fire up for pro football. That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad. Wouldn't kill you. play some competitive sports. Once in a while, would that make you love me? Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Hour 2 of 2 here on Football Sunday, bringing you to 11 o'clock. Red Zone's up on the TV. Keep you up to date on stuff that's going on. If you are one of the few in a championship matchup in fantasy this week, we wish you all luck in the world. As much luck as we can give you. Go get that money. Or I guess the bragging rights if there's not a lot of money involved. I did not make the championship. Neither did I. Well, you didn't play okay. fantasy this year. <laughs> you uh, know what? I got to be honest, I lost man. in the first round of the playoffs, and my team asked the bed something fierce that week. Word. Oh, yeah. I got to be honest. Like I, The first couple weeks of fantasy, I was like, oh, I should have played. You know, because I'm, I'm like, man, I, I, I like that guy. Cause I was going to pick him. I, I could have picked and um, then, you know, I was looking at all my friends and everybody on social media just like, oh, my my team is terrible today or I lost by one point. You telling me that you're consistently losing by, you know, one point, having the most points and then losing by somebody that, you know, happens to get more. And it's like, yeah, I should have played this year. But then I got to like week three and was like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't play. I'm OK this year. Really? Yeah. I've heard that from multiple people. I could just watch the teams that I want to watch. I can watch the games that I feel like watching and not be so... Um, kind of enamored with what other teams are doing. And then if I'm – like, let's say I have and – and I never would. Let's say I have Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence right now is playing against my Patriots. And Trevor Lawrence scores a touchdown. I'm like, yes. But on the other hand, I'm like, no, because they're beating my team. Like, that's a really weird feeling to have throughout the game. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm good. This it's – uh- Everyone seems to say that who gets off fantasy football. I just feel like I'm wired a little differently with it. I Because my league is so active, because we have like a group chat every week and it's like it, it gets kind of funny and, and like really, really intense. It's more than just like I'm following my players. I feel like I'm like part of something. Right. So I don't want to lose that. Like I, I'm I feel very fortunate that I'm in a league that is as good and competitive as it is where everybody tries nobody you know stops paying attention after three weeks you know it's uh, there's smack talk like it it's what fantasy football is at its peak and i got lucky that i'm in a league like that like i got invited to this league when i when i graduated from syracuse and i was like okay sure i'll join a fantasy football league most of the other ones i've been in had been disasters right because people 
you know, everyone deals with this. Like people stop paying attention. They don't set their lineup. You have easy matchups, whatever. And that's just not the case in this league. And I don't know. I think that's, I think that's the big key for me is it's, it's more special than just fantasy players. I get it. It's something else. I get it. So there's a lot of really good games this week. Um, a lot of really important games for playoff positioning. And we'll start with the one that is uh, on right now on the screen and is a, a really, really big game between two playoff potential teams. One, the Chiefs, well, they're already in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can clinch the one seed with a win in this game against the Bengals, who are 9-6, and six, as well as the Titans loss. The Bengals can clinch the division with either a win today or a Ravens loss. Um, so the Bengals, I'd like to make that clear, can clinch the AFC North with a win today. The Bengals, guys. The Bengals. Cincinnati. Cincy. The Bungles are no longer the Bungles. Totally saw it coming. Right? What did we have in our prediction, Rashad, for the Bengals? You know what? I'll go grab that. And, I'm, is it know, still in that little drawer over there? It's still in that drawer over there. I'll go grab that and see where we are. Okay. But I, I think we're I was damn I wrong on that. I can't <laughs> imagine that we had as good of a, a good of a take on the Bengals as, as, as they played. I don't, I, I don't think we all, you know, undersold them. I think we kind of gave them. I mean, we, then we remembered it's 17 games, and so it was kind of like, all right, well, <laughs> they might win 10 games. So they're like, I doubt we said 10. I don't know. I, think I don't know have. if we said 10. I don't think I was on that train at all. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the paper in the break. We'll find out. Um, so and the so the Bengals can clinch the AFC North and the Chiefs can clinch the, uh, the one seed. This is kind of like this the game of the day for me of, holy cow, how things can change in the NFL. The Chiefs five weeks ago were, we were like, what's wrong with them? Patrick Mahomes is throwing 10 picks a game. Like, exaggerating, obviously. What is happening with Kansas City's offense? And their defense is so bad, there's no way they can recover this year. I got to a point where I was kind of like, I don't know if the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs. Right. And the Bengals, well, they're Cincinnati. Like they, ha- they had a really good start to the year. They started to fade in the middle a little bit. You're like, okay, here it comes. You know, they'll finish around 500 and they won't make the playoffs. And they've bounced back again recently. They're, they're fun to watch. Cincinnati's offense is a boatload of fun. It's amazing. And... It's, it just shows you, and this is something that it's hard to do when you watch a full NFL season is, Suke always says this, each NFL season is a set of four-game pods. Right. And now that there's 17 games, there's one five-game pod. You can just, maybe the last five games are all together. Um, every four-game pod is wildly different for every team. And that's just kind of the truth of it. I mean, we the, the Washington football team's on the TV right now. Like three weeks ago, we were like, hey, they're in the playoff picture. Look at Washington. They can make the playoffs. And now they're you know, they're not in the playoff picture anymore. It's it's collapsed for them. It's, it's amazing how much can change every four weeks. And I think this this Chiefs-Bengals game today is kind of like proof of that. I just want to share that uh, the Bengals stat that was going around last week that the uh, Burrow has 4,000 yards. Mixon has 1,000. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins both have 1,000 have yards. It's the first time in NFL history that's happened. 4,000, 1,000, 1,000 for all those guys. And they're all under the age of 25. Wow. That's so impressive. I didn't realize that was the first time that ever happened. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's probably happened where you get 2,000-yard receivers, 1,000-yard rusher, 4,000 pass. But to have them all under 25, yeah, that's – you know, it's showing yeah. you that, well, this Bengals team, this might be the start of something good. I do, I do remember saying I thought the offense was sneaky good to start the year. I do remember that. But the moves they made on defense work, too. They they signed Trey Hendrickson, the defensive lineman from New Orleans, 
And I mean, it was like, okay, there's a random defensive lineman. Dude's like got like 12 sacks this year, 13 yeah. sacks. He's been awesome. So I think it's been a great year for their this. GM has done a fantastic job. Oh, absolutely. You know, whoever he is, can the Blazers hire him? Because <laughs> uh, they need a little help over here. But uh, I'm a big, big fan of I'm this gonna Bengals I'm going to ignore the hometown team for a while. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. I don't, I don't think it's worth talking no, about. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at this point. Not until they make any trades. Unless we're talking Rodney Billups, and then we can talk about that all day. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> but no, but hiring the, your own brother on the coaching staff. We've seen that before. Nepotism right? at its finest. But. No, oh, but the the one thing I really love about this Bengals team, uh, probably my favorite young player in the league right now, and that's Jamar Chase. Like, here's somebody that's 26th in receptions, yet they're tied for third for touchdowns and seventh uh, in yards. Like, this is only this kid's, what, second year? And so he just continues to impress. And how much longer is it before he and, um, you know, Jefferson from uh, from the Vikings and all these guys, like, they're known as – the guys. I think we're at the point to where we're transitioning out of Julio. We've transitioned away from Odell Beckham. We've we transitioned have. out of all of those star receivers. And now the Cooper Cups of the world, and the Jamar Chases and the Justin Jeffersons, and all those guys are really known as the guy, you know, as far as wide receiver. And so uh, we do this with corner and receiver, you know, all the time, you know, and there are certain guys that can hang around for longer. That's why Jerry Rice is so great. Jerry Rice never had, never had a drop off. It was great, great, great. Then he got to Oakland, was equally as great, and got him to the Super Bowl. You know, and so uh, Jamar Chase, he could be one of those guys, and especially if he stays with Joe Burrow for a long time. But, man, I'm really, really excited. If you're a Bengals fan, I know one of my good friends, my man, my guy Josh, is a huge Bengals fan. And so he's really, you know, he's from Ohio. So he's incredibly uh, jacked about this team and juiced about what they're what they're doing. And I think I kind of am too, Loki. I am. Uh, they're like my favorite non-Broncos team this year. They're fun to watch. They are. They have a really fun offense. You have to remember their head coach is from the McVay tree. It, it's Zach Taylor. And you kind of forgot about him because he had such a bad first two years because the Bengals were bad. But he comes from a coach who is a really creative offensive mind. And now he has an insanely good offense with a ton of talented players to build it around. And it's incredible. What did Joe Burrow do last week? Didn't Joe Burrow throw for over 500 yards last week? Correct. I believe so. Insanity. T. Higgins had like 180 yards receiving. It was it was an amazing performance, and it's happening in week 16. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Like uh, they're peaking at the right time. Yeah, I think Jamar uh, Chase had 125 yards receiving in that game too. Like yeah, that insane. guy Joe Burrow, um, he just continues to show that, yeah, I'm that guy. Like sometimes – we see guys come out with one great year of college, and that's pretty much it. You know, then they come to the league, and it's like, okay, they're, we'll give you time to, to mature, but if it never happens, then it just doesn't happen. You know, after being hurt, Joe Burrow came out of the second year in sixth in, touch, uh, sixth in yards, seventh in uh, touchdown passes. You know, tied for, he's at the bottom of the league in interception thrown. So it's like he's one of those guys that just is a winner. And we saw it at LSU, and I think there was some – well, you know, LSU's got a lot of talent, so, you know, he's probably not that good. You know, that's the voice of all the naysayers. That's when I when I do that. And so uh, I love this Joe Burrow kid. He just continues to show that he belongs. And, and returning really, from that injury, too. Absolutely. When, that's an injury that a lot of people, you're you're hesitant when you come back. You second, you know, you're giving things second and third thoughts before you throw the ball, before you make moves. And, you know, he hasn't done that. And he's just been really, really impressive for this Bengals squad. A couple other games that are really, really important this week we'll get to next, including Rams-Ravens.
Rams have won four in a row. Ravens have lost four in a row, going in different directions, but yet both still in the playoff hunt. Well, Rams have already clinched, but, you know, things that matter. We'll get to that next. This is Football Sunday on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10-16, Sunday morning, NFL's on the TV. We got Red Zone on, and we're talking about some important matchups and playoff implications. Another game that is on right now that has playoff implications is the Rams and the Ravens. Both teams going in an opposite directions. L.A. has won four in a row. Baltimore's lost four in a row, largely because Lamar Jackson's been out, although he wasn't playing very well before he got hurt as well. Um, Rams have already clinched, by the way, but they can clinch the NFC West if they win and the Cardinals lose to Dallas later on today, which is another fantastic game. Yeah, you might as well just, you know, chalk that up. As a loss for, for the Cardinals, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, well, Dallas <laughs> is going for the one seed. They will not clinch with the win today, but they will increase their chances of doing so. Um, they still have to catch those. Who's the backup for the Vikings? Packers. I know that cousin is it 
Is it Sean Mannion? I think Sean Mannion's playing, yeah. Let's go, Mannion and the Vikings. Pull off the upset, Sunday Night Football, let's watch former Beef play well, probably, because they always do in the NFL. But the Rams and the Ravens are interesting teams to me because the Rams, despite winning a couple games in a row, I'm still a little bit unsure of how I feel about them. Cooper Cup's been insanely good. Insanely good. Um, Best receiver in football now. Right. But I've watched them so many times, and it's like Matt Stafford throws too many picks, and they don't really have a running game to speak of right now, although Sonny Michelle's kind of overtaken Daryl Henderson at the end of the year here. Um, Beckham's been a decent addition for sure, but he, you know he's not been like sensational or anything. It's just been a really inconsistent team. And the Ravens, I I don't know what's going on with Baltimore. I know they I know they've got a lot of injuries, which is certainly hurting them on defense. But um, Lamar just kind of like stopped having an MVP season in the middle of the year. It was like MVP, 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 and now I can't do anything. And then he got hurt. And Huntley played well uh, a week or two ago in, in a loss. But it's two teams that I just don't really know how to feel about. And they've one has won four in a row, one has lost four in a row, and it doesn't really matter. I kind of put them in the same boat. I'm unsure about either team in the playoffs. Uh, and we're talking about the Rams and the Ravens, right? Correct. Okay. Um, Ravens only have a 31% chance to make it at the moment as uh, their four losses in a row have made them eight and seven. Okay. Well, the uh, obviously Lamar Jackson hasn't been right for a, a little bit of the season. And then uh, all of his, all of his receivers, you know, all of his targets have been down and out, you know? And so who do you throw to? Who do you use to make plays? And if you're, well, Mark Andrews has been healthy. Well, yeah, Hollywood he's, he's, Brown's he's been, been healthy. healthy, but I mean, how, how, how good is Hollywood Brown though? You know, like he he's, was good to start the year. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's good to start the year. But I mean, since then, Hollywood Brown is just, he's got a great name. That's what it is. Like I mean, we hold on to Hollywood Brown because he's got a great name. I hold on to him because he was on my fantasy. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, the, the the Ravens are right around where I think a lot of people thought they would be. Not us, because I think we all kind of overvalued the Ravens this year because we knew Lamar Jackson was great, and Lamar Jackson just hasn't been great, you know, for a while, and then he got hurt, and so. Yeah, the Ravens are having a, a bit of a uh, – they're going through some some uh, some woes. Their right defense now. is so injured, though. Like, they have no secondary yeah, at all. No. So there's a lot to, to consider when you're talking about the Rams. Also, now the Ravens that, have lost two games because they went for two-point conversions that they didn't get. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Because so, they had one going into overtime, John Harbaugh said – I didn't have enough healthy defenders to play an overtime period. Yeah, so you're talking. So two, I went for two and I lost. You're talking a, a, a team that's they leading be, by two and three points. You know, they should be a little often. bit better. Yeah, they should. And but then I look at the Ram, uh, the Rams and say, yeah, there's no way you have all this firepower and all this star power, and you're eight and seven. You know that that part doesn't really. Well, they're not. Not, not I me. Mean, not eight and seven. Excuse me, but they're eleven four. Like uh, I think the Rams, but you can tell at points they're they're struggling. Like, there are certain points where it's not like they're not blowout wins. And I guess you look at this roster and say that they probably should be. They're the Alabama of, of the NFL. When you look at when you look up up and down this roster and how many stars that they have and how many players you consider the best at their position, I think the Rams should be you know probably the best team in football. But when we start talking about the best teams in football, we don't necessarily bring their names up as often. One thing about uh, just to go back on the Ravens is that they played a lot of one possession games this year, and they were winning a good amount of those to start the year. I mean, you had they, – they lost the Raiders overtime game to start the year, but then they had 
a win against Kansas City by one. That insane 66-yard field goal that, I mean, oh, like, yeah. that they beat the Lions. Uh, they won in overtime against the Colts. Uh, they blew out the Chargers, but then they won in overtime in a crazy game against Minnesota, another game-winning field goal. So at the beginning of the year, those one-possession games were going in their favor. So right. it's almost like it course-corrected. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. then you have, yeah, the loss against Pittsburgh where they go don't get the two-point conversion. They lose 24-22 to, to Cleveland. They lose last week's game. Um, well, Cincinnati, that was a blowout, but the Green Bay game again. So three games in a row were one-possession game where it didn't go in their favor. So like you're saying, it kind of corrected itself that, you know, maybe they're we're getting the benefit of the doubt, getting those wins early, but now it's kind of come back to bite them in the butt. And when you have those close games like that after a while, it kind of kind of flips its head. Another team that's really interesting to me is the Bills. Um Buffalo was considered best team in the AFC going into this year. And they find themselves now nine and six. They are the four seed in the playoffs. They will clinch a playoff spot today with a win against uh, Atlanta, as well as some other results going their way. But, uh, you know, they're going to make the playoffs. The, their chances to make the playoffs are insanely high. But the Bills are a team that is really infuriating to watch this year. As they're on TV right now. They are uh, losing 2 nothing. <laughs> there was a safety. And um, it's just been a very strange season for Buffalo. And I, I have a hard time putting my finger on why it's been such a bad year because Josh Allen was so incredible last year. And it was an offense that was fun to watch and their defense was, was great. But last year, their issues are kind of the same. Like they didn't have a running game last year. And this year they don't, don't really have a running game. And, but it worked last year, right? This year they have, outside of Stephon Diggs, who do they have as receivers that are trustworthy? Sanders has been out a lot. Beasley's okay, right? Um, he's on the COVID list right now. But, you know, Gabriel Davis has stood up and made a name for himself these last few weeks there. But they don't have a ton of – and Dawson Knox, the tight ends, had a pretty decent year. But they don't have a ton of weapons on offense outside of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs that you can, like, trust. But yet last year it didn't matter. I feel like this year it's kind of rearing its ugly head a little bit more. And – I also just am a bit confused. Like, why are the Bills not as elite as they were last year? You know, I, I don't have a full answer for that. I've watched them play a, a decent amount of times, and it just their offense just doesn't click like it was. And there's people in Buffalo who want uh, Brian Dable's head, the offensive coordinator, the guy who made this offense what it was last year. And and they're calling for him to be fired based on how the offense has been run. So I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, the only thing I can really think of is just that um, it's historically it's been the Bills, you know, outside of their four straight Super Bowl appearances, like the Bills have been pretty terrible for the last three decades or so, some somewhere around there, two or three decades. So when they're on your schedule, almost kind of like Jacksonville, you're not not intimidated by the Bills in most cases. And then they got good, so now everybody has that game circled on their schedule. They know that they're going to get the, every, uh, the Bills are going to get everybody's best shot because. They were so good. So it is impressive to me that they're, you know, nine and six in a division where it looked like for seven weeks, Bill Belichick was going to run away with it. It looked like he and the Pats were going to go back to the top of the AFC East. And last week, much to my chagrin, the, you know, Josh Allen played a hell of a game and said, not so. Mm -hmm. We are going to be the best team in the AFC, at least for now. But yeah, it's, it's, I still think a lot of people kind of view the Bills as the Bills. You know, they're still that. 
that old team, and we're, we're used to them losing the same way I think people view the Chargers at points or the same way I think people view um, even a team like Cincinnati. It's like, yeah, they're good, but we know they're going to find a way to blow it, you know, here in the end. And, you know, sometimes that's not fair because right now they're, they're playing some good football. Two teams uh, that I also want to talk about before we get to hate it or love it next that I'm not sure how I feel about similar to Buffalo is the Colts, who are 9-6, and six, and will clinch a playoff spot with a win today against Oakland, or sorry, Vegas. They have won eight of their last nine games, the, uh, or sorry, eight of the last ten games the Colts have. And then the Dolphins, who had a seven-game losing streak and now have a seven-game winning streak. Fins up. And the Dolphins are eight and seven. Currently in the playoff picture, the Dolphins are the last team in. They're eight and seven. They're in over the Ravens, and the Colts are the five seed. I don't think the Dolphins are good. I'm going to be completely honest with you. They've won seven in a row, which is insane. But I, I've watched the Dolphins, and I watch them, and I go, what is this team? Tua is not it. They don't have a running game that works. They have a pretty good defense, so that obviously helps. But I, how are the Dolphins a playoff team? And the Colts, you know that Jonathan Taylor's amazing, best running back in the NFL, Carson Wentz has been better than he has been recently, but he's still not great. And I'm kind of watching both these teams, and they just keep chugging out wins. And I'm just utterly confused by both of them. I want to shine some light on the Dolphins because as much as I want to disagree with you, Mike, and say, yeah, the Dolphins are for real, they're going to make a late-season run and go to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I just can't convince myself of that because listen to the opponents they've had in this seven-game win streak. Okay. Texans. Okay. Uh, that Ravens Thursday night game, they showed out. They looked amazing in that game. And the defense. Ravens looked awful in that They game. did. Yeah. Uh, Texans, Ravens, Jets, Panthers, Giants, Jets, Saints. <laughs> ah. So, so there's the seven-game uh, seven win Jets streak right Jets twice there. and the other New York team. Texans, Panthers, Saints. I'm going to do a little, uh, a little quick look-see here. What quarterbacks were they playing against in those games oh god i mean texans you would think okay so they had so they had tyrod taylor in the first one they had lamar in that thursday game who was terrible so those are decent joe flacco for the jets oh that wasn't a mike white game no uh cam newton for the panthers (laughs) mike glennon for the giants zach wilson for the jets and then ian book for the saints (laughs) Those are the quarterbacks they have faced in their seven-game win streak. So, uh, hey, they're taking advantage. So, do we of buy the, the Dolphins? <laughs> do we buy the Dolphins? We do not buy the Dolphins. Okay, even okay. a little bit. Um, I, I think I don't. I think Tua is still really trying to figure out how to how to play quarterback. I, I don't. I don't think Tua is it, man. And I don't know. I mean, unfortunately for you know for the coaching staff, they're they're winning right now, and so you, you can't really bench Tua because you're winning. Remember the last time they did that. And they benched, uh, what was it, Fitzmagic? Yeah. And bought into it, and they were winning games, and everybody was like, well, what the hell? Why are you putting them on the bench? But, yeah, I think that's, you know, if that happens, then uh, it's probably going to be a bit of, because there's probably going to be a bit of a revolt in Miami. Because when was the last time Miami won four games in a row, let alone seven? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so I guess they're the only team in history 
to have a seven game losing streak and win streak yeah. in the same season? They lost their they won their first game. Yeah. They lost seven in a row and now they've won seven in a row. So only team in history. <laughs> it's not like it was ever, it was they're nothing in yeah, between. Right? You know, back so, to back. So that's you know, that's impressive that you that you can have a a massive turnaround, you know, that fast and go from losing seven, one and seven to now you're on the you know, you're looking down to possibly having maybe eight, nine wins on the season. So Hey, man, they're doing something right in Miami. I mean, maybe it's just scheduling terrible quarterbacks as opponents, but either way, it's working. This I just saw this come across Twitter. Career starts, Tom Brady, 315. First team Jets defense combined, 313. Jesus. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. You know, and Tom Brady, you know, we forget he's been playing since like 98, 99. So oh, I know. he's That's been just around. A- forever that's and just so, a, you know yeah that's a lot of guys combined to have less starts than tom brady does by himself and then for the colts what do you guys think about the colts i, I love jonathan taylor and i loved him on home improvement <laughs> stop great show that would be jonathan taylor thomas <laughs> oh okay. um same say he's been amazing their running game is incredible and we're not getting like mvp level carson wentz from the eagles but we're getting something in between that and oh my god take him off the field carson wentz which is serviceable oh look matt stafford just threw a pick six interesting Love yeah it. and on the written you know the rams are weird man Love um, it. anyways let's just for, for the colts their defense is solid the running game is really good and i like their head coach but does it feel like indy's one of those like they're gonna make the playoffs first round loss kind of teams because i'm kind of getting the vibe of like Hey, good job, but you're going to lose to a, another average team in the first round of the playoffs. I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily think so. I think Indy is one of those sneaky good teams. They run the ball really well. They have a pretty good offensive line. They have an, a, an okay defense. It's not you know terrible. Right now, if the playoffs started today, they would be playing the Bills. In no, week, they'd be playing the one. Bills. And you just said the Bills are weird. That's a game they can win. And guess right? who just dominated the Bills uh, like a month ago? The Colts. So yeah. and and. We're talking about playoff football, so if they have to go to Buffalo, um, being able to run the ball is important, and that's the the first part of what the Colts do really, really well is run the ball. So I think playoff football is all about, man, being able to control the line of scrimmage, control the clock, and run, 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 run. And if they can do that, then I think the Colts can beat the Bills because like you just said, the Bills, they're, they're a weird team. Like, we know they're good, but where? You know what I mean? Like we know that we know that their quarterback is good. We know they have a a dynamic receiver in Diggs. Uh, we know they have a good tight end. But then it's like, okay, now what? So if these guys aren't clicking, who who clicks? Yeah, what's going to happen? So yeah. so I don't really necessarily feel that way about now. If the the run game is working for the Colts, then you know they're screwed. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor single handedly can win those games for Indy. I think so. All right, let's take a break. Coming up next, it is time for hate it or love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Oh. No, before we go, Bengals, I have the paper. Oh, yeah. Or you have the paper. I gave it to you. Yeah. Uh, so here's what we predicted for Cincy this year. Oh, Mike, 4 and 13. <laughs> me, 5 and 12. Joe, closest one, sticks and 11. Yes. yes. I, w- I win. You win. S- somehow. Yes, you win. You had them as the least awful as the three of us. All right. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to Andrew Love at next year's Joe of Sports. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Music means it's time for hate it or love it. Just been scanning our picks from before the season and pretty proud of our uh, NFC North division picks. We were pretty good. We on were pretty some on of them. point. Actually, I mean, honestly, the way we're look, look, looking through it, we didn't do that bad. We didn't do that what bad. What did we man. have for the Dolphins? Nine and eight. Well, you were out that day, Joe, but Rashad and I both had nine and eight for the Dolphins. That's still a possibility for the <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> yep. Actually, most of these were pretty solid. Patriots we had as eight and nine, so that was that we were wrong on. I think I think that Browns one was probably the one I was most off on. Yeah, it's like a five six game difference. That and the Bengals. And I think it's just more confirmation that we can't rely on what we saw the season before. You know, like football changes from from week to week. We have the Seahawks as eleven and six or ten and seven. Yeah, you know, <laughs> based and we do it all based on reputation of what we've already seen. So. We also so, yeah. had the Cardinals all as eight and nine. Ah. Yeah. So not all perfect. All right, Joe, what do you got for us today? And hate it or love it. Well, speaking of those Seahawks, they play today up in Seattle against the Detroit Lions. And we had the Detroit Lions at three or four wins. Well, I mean, they very well could get a third win today. They've actually played much better over the last few weeks. But reports this morning say that this could be the last time Seahawks fans see Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson on the sideline together up in Seattle. Now, the report didn't say who. Where was this report? Uh, Adam Schefter. And it's a very vague, like, there is a league-wide feeling that it could mm-hmm. be. So it's not like, you know, someone said this is an actual report source. It's just a, a feeling around the league. But with that being said, hate it or love it, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, not or, and Russell Wilson will both not be 
in Seattle next season. Uh, I love it. I really do feel this is going to be true. There's been enough smoke around Russell Wilson having these trade demands that aren't trade demands. If I were to be traded, I would like to go to these three very specific cities. Chicago, New Orleans, or whatever the other one was. I don't remember the last one. Um, Maybe it was Miami. Um, We've seen enough of that now twice. Where it happened, the initial report, and then it came again that there were other cities he'd be willing to go to. And I've, I've been kind of on the... Pete Carroll needs to go train this season. I kind of view this view this the same way as I viewed Terry Stotts. He's a great coach, and he did a lot of great things. But after many years in the same place, oftentimes your voice will fall on deaf ears. Oftentimes you just need to make a change. Sometimes that's the only thing you need to do. Pete Carroll, I, I kind of view a little bit as, as too conservative in the current day NFL anyway. Um, but I think they're going to make a move from him. And I think that at this point, especially with the issues they've had drafting recently and they don't have a lot of great young talent kind of filling up the coffers, what's the best way to get a ton of picks to try to fix that? Is to trade Russell Wilson. So if you are going to get rid of Pete Carroll and you trade Russell Wilson, I mean, you're a terrible team this year. You're horrifically bad. You're one of the worst teams in the NFL that's the best, fastest way to make a reset is to trade your quarterback and get those picks. Now, you got to hit on them, and they haven't been hitting on their picks very much recently, but I very much see this as the final year for both of them. Certainly one, but I do have a feeling we're going to see the final year for both of them here in Seattle this year. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I don't think they'll be together. I think this will be the last year Ooh. that we see uh, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll together. Look at Jamar Chase more, go. I think it's more likely. There, there's my guy. Sorry. I think it's more likely that uh, Pete Carroll is gone. We forget Pete Carroll is like 70 years old, somewhere around there. So I think he's, he's older than that, oldest. right? He's the, yeah, I think he's the oldest coach. He's the oldest coach in the NFL. And we know Pete Carroll is an incredible coach. Oh, he's he has Good call. Yeah, and when he has incredible talent around him, even going back to USC, incredible talent all the time. Coming to the NFL and you inherit a Russell Wilson and you inherit the Legion of Boom, and then you've just never been able to recreate that magic from there. You whiffed on a few guys, and it's not necessarily his fault, but general manager Jamal Adams, some other guys that just haven't really worked out. Jadevian Clowney didn't really work out at a point, but the one, the one consistent thing they've always had is Russell Wilson. Even this year in a down year, 65% of his passes have been complete. Uh, 2,600 yards and 18 touchdowns, only five interceptions. And that's on a terrible year for Russell Wilson. So his terrible is better than half of half the other leagues, uh, half the league's great day. So uh, I think this will be the last time you see Pete Carroll. Uh, Russell Wilson, it wouldn't shock me if he left either. His wife, international superstar Sierra, probably doesn't want to live in the rain anymore in Seattle. Uh, places like New Orleans, uh, Miami, Chicago uh, offer a better nightlife and city life than, uh, than a place like Seattle does, which everything closes like 11 o'clock. Uh, on New Year's Eve, things close down at 12.30, 1 o'clock. That's not a city that international superstars want to hang out in. So, yes, this is the last year that we've seen the two of those guys together. You say international superstar. When was the last time Sierra had a hit? doesn't matter. She's got hits. She's got hits. Goodies Beyonce, is Beyonce's one of the best last hit. No, it's not. Don't do that. Don't hate it. Don't, don't sleep on Sierra. Go listen to Ride It, bro. I said Goodies is one of the best songs ever oh, created. Oh, okay. It is. Love it. it. Is. Ride It is better. Absolute trap yeah. banger about how you won't have any of this. Oh, is a better song, too. I mean, totally a mind F right there. All right, moving on. We have the Colts. 
They are playing in a big game today where they could clinch a playoff spot. And despite their one and four start, they are uh, eight and two in their last 10 games. Very impressive. They look like one of the better wild card teams. So hate it or love it, the Colts have the most realistic chance out of all the wild card teams at making a Super Bowl run. You have the Colts, you have, oh, geez, let's look, uh, at least in the AFC, yeah, Colts, uh, Patriots right now, Um, Dolphins, in the NFC, you have the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Eagles, so out of all those teams, Colts, most realistic chance at a Super Bowl run. Um, I, shoot. I hate it. Uh, if there's any team of those that you just mentioned, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots, man. They still have uh, a relatively uh, winnable schedule and a winnable division, a bunch of teams that really haven't figured themselves out. As good of a run team as they are, the Patriots are among the best defenses, probably the best defense in the entire NFL. We know Belichick, uh, playoff Belichick is a little bit different. He's When he's given enough time uh, to prepare for a specific team, uh, that can mean uh, nightmares for whichever team they're playing against. You're looking at somebody, uh, their quarterback, who's starting to get just a little bit better and a little bit better in Mac Jones every week. Uh, of course, they had the big loss last week, but that defense just didn't hold up. Whenever that Patriots defense is on point, there's not a lot of times they're going to pass the ball on them or make something happen. So, uh, unfortunately, as, as good as I think the Colts are, I don't know if they have enough offensively to really make that huge, huge run past some of those teams. But would it shock me if the Colts went and made a run? Not at all. Whenever you have a running back like Jonathan Taylor and whenever you have a, a quarterback who knows at least how to win during the regular season and Carson Wentz and probably has a little chip on his shoulder for not being a part of that Super Bowl team that actually won for Philadelphia uh, back then. So it wouldn't shock me if they made that run. But just you mentioned some of those other teams. I think might be just a little bit better than them from the wild card position. Uh, boy, the one that seems very obvious here would be like the Cardinals because they're second in the division right now. So they are technically a wild card team, but they have not been playing as well of late. And what wins in the playoffs and what will give you upsets in the playoffs is defense and controlling the game. And what do the Patriots and Colts both do well, to your point, is that. Um, I just kind of think the Colts are a little bit better than the Pats right now because I trust their players more. Now, yes, you've got the Bill Belichick effect, which I do think he's better coach than Frank Reich is, and he could certainly make game plans up for opposing quarterbacks that can cause a lot of havoc. But Jonathan Taylor is the is the key here. I mean, they just showed they're losing 10 nothing right now, the Colts are, but they just showed two long-run highlights. If you can control the clock, if you can run the ball with Jonathan Taylor, and you can keep the other team off the field – and your defense does just enough to keep you in that game, that's brewing for an upset right there. They're a weird team, but I guess so are the Patriots, right? I mean, the Pats were like top of the division. It's like, oh, they figured it out, and now now they're not. Now they're back in second in the division. Everyone's kind of weird this year in the NFL, except for like the Packers. Even even they feel that way. Um, But yeah, I I think it's the Colts, so I love it. I think they're the team that is certainly most ripe to, to cause an upset in that wild card round. Just the way that they're built is absolutely perfect for playoff football. Absolutely. All right. And moving on to the bottom of the AFC playoff picture, you've got four teams with an eight and seven record. And I know that we have some of them playing right now, but let's try and uh, imagine that we're starting fresh dolphins. And this is more so a, who do you got rather than a hater to love it? You got dolphins, Ravens, chargers, Raiders, all at eight and seven. One of them going to get that final wild card spot. Who do you believe in most out of those four teams? Dolphins, Ravens, Raiders, chargers. Well, 
you know what? I think I believe in the Chargers most. Now, I know that they have a slimmer chance based on tiebreakers and stuff. They're they're certainly, uh, or they're currently further down the pecking order than the other teams. They're behind the Dolphins and Ravens in, in the pecking order. But if you're of those teams right now, if I had to pick in a vacuum who I trusted the most, it's the Chargers. Uh, they have the best quarterback, Justin Herbert. They have the best running back in Austin Eckler. They have the best receiver of any of those teams in Keenan Allen. Um, their defense is a huge issue, and they cannot stop the run, which is obviously huge. The Dolphins have a way better defense. Ravens are pretty similar just because of their injuries. Raiders' defense is average. But that offense is so lethal when it's clicking that if they make the playoffs as a seventh seed and they go ahead and place, well, right now they would face the Titans. The Chargers can beat the Titans, guys. They can. Uh, honestly, the Titans are pretty vulnerable feeling to me at the moment as the two seed, although Derrick Henry could be back for the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, of those four teams, it's the Chargers for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I can I can understand how you say that. I think the Chargers are maybe a little bit better, but uh, I don't think it's by a landslide over the Raiders, and especially considering Derrick Carr and Justin Herbert, as far as passing yards and attempts, are right around the same. Austin Eckler and, and uh, Josh Jacobs are right around uh, the same as far as rushing. Keen Allen and Hunter Renfro are right around the same as far as receiving. So uh, you're looking at two teams that are relatively similar to each other. Of those two teams, though, I agree with you. I think the Chargers are the ones that, uh, or of all those teams, the Chargers are the ones with the most upside. They have the best coach at this point. They have the best quarterback, the better quarterback. Uh, they have a better run game. Uh, defensively, they, there's still some holes to be filled there, but when you have as much talent on offense as they do, I think the Chargers can absolutely be that team. Uh, and then when you think about those other teams, there's still some question marks around the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Is he going to be healthy? There's obviously a bunch of question marks around uh, the Dolphins. Or what are they going to be able to do? So of all those teams that you mentioned, it's definitely the Chargers. They're the team to beat in the AFC uh, West. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, this game today uh, will go really far in kind of uh, showing who's supposed to be there. And who is in the winner's circle? That would be Rashad Taylor today. Yes, it is. Is it? Going for W's, bro. couple wins in a row there, Rashad, although they've been many weeks separated. I'll take it. It's going to be a very short last segment, so. I'm not tripping. Uh, Coming up, sports on the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free 
Odyssey app. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. I love this song. I haven't heard it in a little bit, so I'll take it. Uh, 1050, Sunday, January 2nd. We didn't talk about this, guys. We are officially the very first show on 1080 The Fan for the year of 2022. That we are. So you're welcome, people. So thank suck you. it. Yeah, right? So uh, thank Jeez. you so much. If you, uh, we got so many text here on the text line uh thank you guys for interacting interacting all year fantasy scramble just everything that we're able to do man you guys have been awesome for us so uh, i don't want to speak for my guys joe and mike but you know i i think on this one i can and say man thank you guys so much for rocking with us man it's been what now seven years seven eight years something like that yeah so it's crazy uh this was just supposed to be a one-off one-year thing for me and Yet and still, here I am, and been able to do some pretty amazing things here at the fan, from uh, the Les Schwab Invitational to high school basketball, football, you know, and then of course just being here with with two of my friends, and that's what these guys are, my friends. So, man, I appreciate y'all, and I appreciate the listeners out there for, you know, rocking with us. And man, I hope you guys yeah, are having a great New Year. This we're, we're just, you know, we're just like a little little Sunday show, and we've been on for a lot of years, and it. It could get, you know, oh, yeah, I listened to them for a couple of years, but it's Sunday mornings. You know? yeah. We got a lot of people who listen to us every week, and we, we really appreciate it. It's not, you know, you don't really do, like, these weekend shows expecting to gain a huge audience. It's no. kind of just like you're getting reps for yourself, and you, you want to talk sports, and you want you know get some people and give them some people some joy. But it's nice to to hear from people who specifically say they like this show, too. Right. You know, it's right. – um, I actually had somebody in public yesterday. I don't know if he was referencing this show or not, but um was like he he saw me uh outside the liquor store actually and um was like, "Hey, love the sports show." I was like, "Oh, thanks, man." Like I, maybe he meant this show, right? Like maybe he listens on Sundays. That's really cool if that's the case. No, yeah, that's that's awesome. I've had, you know, and it doesn't happen to me often. I'm sure it happens to the two of you guys much more because you're uh consistently on air, but uh, I started at a new school a couple of years ago and introduced myself. And then um, somebody came up to me and said, are you the same Rashad from the radio? And he's like, I, that is me. Thank <laughs> you. And he was so like, oh, man, I listen to you guys all the time. It's like, that's it's still crazy for me to hear that. It's like, word? Like, you have still nothing crazy better. crazy for me to hear that. You don't have nothing mm-hmm. better to do on Sunday than listen to us. But, you know, so we appreciate y'all for trusting us with your your fantasy advice and just your overall, you know, weekend wrap up of 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 sport of the sports world yeah man, i'm so. i'm very happy we brought jesse back these last two years absolutely um you know he was a big part of the the show to begin with you know he was the first producer we had for the first like five years or so and he's insanely good at fantasy football and i'm I'm glad that that he can help you hopefully he helped you guys get out uh get get through your fantasy or what just happened oh it looks like uh cameraman was just not completely out by just died yeah. Well, oh, here's no. the view from the camera. Oh, no. Jeez. That's a perfectly good tackle, though. That's a perfectly legal tackle. Yeah, on a lighter note, <laughs> uh, thanks for picking up this hitchhiker on the side of the road on your uh, Sports <laughs> Sunday journey. No, man, listen. Just hanging out, you know, and 
you know, had my thumb hanging out there, and you guys pulled over to the side of the road and picked me up and uh, decided to bring me along. So Sometimes we get lucky enough for stuff to just fall in your lap, mm. and that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened with Joe Fisher. He just ended up, you know, we lose Jesse, who is just Mr. Know-it-all about everything, and then we get not Joe Fisher. Way. No, I mean, not in a bad <laughs> way. Uh, but that, I mean, as far as <laughs> there are so many, there's so many random stats that Jesse knows, not just about football, but basketball and all type of things and such a smart dude. And then we, we lose Jesse and we get somebody as mindful and as knowledgeable as Joe, man. So man, appreciate you, Joe. And for, for, for sure. Yeah. You know, we, I know we can be a little bit to put up with, but uh, you're the man, Joe. Appreciate we you. We can. I can for sure. I'm a bit of a diva. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, I really I guess having to hold that door when you lose, hate it, or love it. Yeah, every morning. You're not going to get the door for me, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> get can a key. Walk, can you walk me to my car, please? Yeah, seriously. You're not going to open my car door? That's how That's how I am. I'm back. Let's get guy. it going. Let's get another year in the bag. Also, uh, RIP to the great John Madden. Great John Madden. Thank and the great you. Betty White, actually. Absolutely, man. Two people that had such an influence on culture. And, uh, man, not we don't know what it'd be without you so thank you guys thank their families for you know sharing them with us also jamar chase is awesome keep telling you guys that's gonna do it for us this week we'll be back next week 9 to 11 for the final week of the nfl season i'm excited for our playoff shows i always enjoy those reacting to the saturday games previewing the sunday games and we're gonna have more games to talk about now too so i'm excited about that and hey i'm pretty sure this is the truth i think isaac's back tomorrow Hey-o. Which means the full primetime is returning Hey-o. tomorrow. Best show in Three the state, seven. man. Listen to primetime. I think, I think. I can't say for sure because I haven't talked to him since pre-Thanksgiving. Uh, well, if he is, tell him I said welcome back. Okay. That's going to do it for us. Enjoy uh, your football Sunday. Happy New Year, everybody. Have a great one, and we'll see you next week. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.